What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Off Mic. This is a podcast where we talk about music and the culture that surrounds it. This is your host, Pedro. And your other host, Solomon. And we're here to break it down for you. So I guess it's only right to start off with um, Rest in Peace, Nipsey Hussle. R.I.P., yep. Yeah, so this Sunday, I got on social media and I started to see a whole bunch of pictures of Nipsey Hussle, which is usually not a a, good sign. yeah. Yeah. So it ended up being that he got shot. At first, that's what happened. I started seeing all these news outlets report that he had been shot. And then eventually he was pronounced dead. Yeah. So let's break this down for the common listeners who don't really know who Nipsey Hussle is. Because there's a lot of people who didn't really know of him as an artist. Yeah, he wasn't they, out, Yeah, he wasn't really mainstream, I would say. But he wasn't underground. But I, I like I know the West Coast really, really fucked with him. And um, he was like their Tupac. They're kind of like their Snoop Dogg. Right. But, I mean, on the East Side, I know like the regular... Um, listener, music listener, probably didn't know him. But if you were like a hip hop rap listener, then you probably knew his name or definitely really fucked with him heavy. Yeah. All right. So for context, he he was on the same XXL freshman cover as J Cole and Big Sean. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah. So he came around around that era. He kind of was really just committed to his West Coast sound. Mm-hmm. He was very loyal to that and just the West Coast in general. So if you were a fan of West Coast hip hop, then you probably knew who Nipsey Hussle was. Yeah. So Nipsey Hussle was basically an entrepreneur whose whose main income and passion was music, I'd say, aside from like building his communities. That's how I know him. Um I guess both of us weren't really too big of fans of his music per se. Mm-hmm. Not that it was bad, but more so like it it wasn't in our palette. But as as a fan of hip hop and the culture, I always paid attention to Nipsey just because ever since I I was introduced to him via media, whether it be like interviews or, or anything like that, he always seemed like a very educated public figure, somebody who really cared more than just like getting money and, and showing it off. Mm-hmm. He was more interested in having assets or, or buying land or investing in his in his own community, which unfortunately... Not it's a lot just of crazy. Not a lot of rappers. No, yeah, not a lot too, of rappers yeah. do it. But it's his his own community where he found like his death, which is kind of wild. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so also it's, like who would kill somebody like Nipsey, like someone who's giving back to the community, who's doing so much for the kids, outreach programs, after school programs, family owned businesses, all these things that he's just doing so well, so much good for the neighborhood. Like what, like how evil of a person do you have to be to just like go out there and, sh- and you know, they actually caught the guy. I actually saw that earlier, like a, yeah, like a, lot, a couple hours ago because they, they, they found, the main suspect. Yeah. yeah, they put up, um, they were looking out for him and it's been like a, like two days, but yeah, they just caught the guy and let's see what the, what the sentence is going to be on this guy. Yeah. It's kind of crazy though. He, he was shot in front of his store. Yeah. I think he got hit like, like he got hit like six times too. Yeah, it was just, like, so random. First of all, that day, I was watching a movie, and this movie was on uh, Selena, who was an artist as well, mm-hmm. uh, back in, like, the late 90s, Probably, yeah, I believe she died. Yeah. yeah, and she was huge, and she actually got shot that same day. So, we were no watching. Way. Yeah, we were watching the movie, uh, me and my Wait, family. Wait, Selena got shot? Not Selena Gomez. No. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she was yeah. shot mad long ago. Like I think it was twenty four years since she was shot. 
No, I did not know she got shot. Yeah, bro. She was shot by the leader of her fan club, which is a little different. Oh, than the- okay. I, I did know about that. That yeah, sounds familiar. So, okay. So there was like some money. <laughs> Yo, not <laughs> Selena Gomez. <laughs> yeah, because the way you asked is he No, like no, I know Selena. Of course I know Selena. I just forgot about that. But yeah, now that sounds a lot. That sounds very familiar. Word. But yeah, it was, so it was on the 31st? On that same day. Damn. So like, I was watching that movie and then and then I came home and then I started seeing all that stuff and I'm like, nah, chill. But it ended up being the same day, which is crazy. But yeah, so basically, Nipsey Hussle should be remembered as somebody who really cared more about people than just the craft of music. Mm-hmm. I feel like he really invested in into the minority population in not only the West Coast, just anywhere, or um, even even businesses by by uh, minority-owned businesses. Yeah, he was really focused on that, and I think that's kind of why he aligned uh, so well with Jay Z because he was kind of on that same wave wavelength of of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. But man, I'm not even like I said, I'm not even that big of a fan. But it hit me. I was kind of like, wow, I can't believe this really happened. And yeah, like you can it's, feel it's it, crazy. like. Like the world really lost a, such a great and pure soul. Um, even yeah. if you don't fuck with his music, like you have to respect all the things he's done. The last thing, the last piece of news I guess I saw of him was, or media, was his interview with GQ, mm-hmm. where it was like a couple's questionnaire with him and Lauren London, who was his partner. Yeah, and who he had just had a daughter with, I believe. I think they, um, I think they got married too. That's the last piece I saw, and. It was kind of crazy because that's that was such a like a lighthearted piece of content, and you got to see him and his girl, and you know that kind of like vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up being shot, which is crazy. Like just to think about that, and and there's a lot of things we're not mentioning that he's done for the communities, but he was just one of those those public figures with money that would be willing to invest and not boast about it. Yeah, if he were ever if he were ever promoting anything he invested in was because he thought that it was probably going to gain more notoriety for the brand not even for himself so no yeah it's very it's just it just sucks to see you know that that type of figure go but yeah man i mean he was so because he's completely he so idolized by so many by the young and by the old as well he was such a mature and wise person wise soul um and yeah even like i remember watching interviews from because i was i remember i was put on to him in high school like in ninth like this is like 2009 or so um, a friend of mine put me on to him, and I wasn't really like I was. I thought his music was dope at the time, and I kind of, I guess, I kind of fell off from Nipsey. But I did always the the idea that um, or not even the idea, the fact that um, I think I believe he's he's Eritrean, which is like part of um Ethiopia or was part of Ethiopia, which is my nationality. But I always thought like he was like the first East African artist. Even or even rapper actually, that I could kind of not even relate to, but just look up to and be like, damn, someone from like my culture is doing this like big thing. Even mm. in, even when back in two thousand nine, which I feel like was around the time he was doing the X the um XXL um freshman cover, yeah, the freshman cover shoot. I think was it around? I think I feel like it was around two thousand nine or ten, sometime in high school, right? Probably with J Cole and all of them. I think so. But yeah, I just remember just looking up to him and being like, damn, someone from uh, my culture, just like doing it big and really killing it. Um, and I thought, and I really could, re- I really related with that. But then I guess some, somewhere around down the road, I just, I guess my taste in music kind of changed and I kind of fell off of Nipsey. 
but always just that idea of how even back then in 2009 he was talking about like he was one of the few rappers not wearing chains and all that and talking about like invest your money in land don't you there's no need to buy jewelry and all this stuff to impress girls or do whatever and i remember he was talking about like that's just a sign of insecurity um yeah and, now, like, really young. and you're like seeing all of these interviews and all these videos come up now which is it's kind of sad because all these people that previously didn't know about him and didn't know what he's doing what he was doing for his neighborhood and for um these young kids coming up um they're seeing it now but like once he's already passed which is kind of it's kind of sad that no one all these people that are getting to know him now yeah can't really support his movement can't really support the movement i mean you still can support him and also live through his words and his teachings going forward from now but i feel like he's going to gain so many fans from this and so many people that are going to respect him and things of that nature but it's just like why is it always when after the passing of an artist or a person does all the all the good kind of comes out for them and it's it's already too late you know what sucks too he i feel like he was reaching a new peak in music because yeah his album victory lap came out and it was really good. And I think it was nominated for Best Rap Album of the Year yeah. for the Grammys. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, he was at the Grammys, I remember. And he he was definitely um, going into new grounds, I think. Because, I mean, he was, like I said before, I didn't think he was really an underground artist. But he just wasn't on the mainstream, at least in all of America. Probably on the West Coast. They definitely played his music on the radios and stuff. But yeah. I think with this album he was definitely breaking that and kind of getting into the mainstream where I would hear his songs on Hot 97 or like 105.1 on like the East Coast, East Coast radio and then have people playing it in their cars and posting like screenshots of the album or like different songs that they're listening to. So I think he was definitely breaking into the mainstream, um, at least from my perspective, since I wasn't really following his music that much but like even the fact that i was starting to notice him back into back and onto um onto the bigger picture shows that he's really he was really breaking into it yeah man and he was like i said he was like aligning himself with like hove and and being around and just much more he was just getting a little bit more of the respect he always deserved in the industry and people were just you know showing him championing championing him around Mm -hmm. Um, but now it's just like on a whole new level because obviously he passed and it's just, it's unfortunate. And you heard, and there's a bunch of like conspiracy theories too about, I I heard, I heard some of them, like he was supposed to meet with the feds or like the police this week or something like that. I I saw that too with, um, LAPD, I think. And I remember I saw a tweet about that actually, where one of, I guess one of the, um, higher ups in the LAPD was even like paying his respects like man i was literally supposed to be talking with them on like how to fix up the community and kind of um rid of gang violence and all that and i heard they're still doing it too they're still doing it in his honor like having that that conversation i don't know with who but yeah um they're just bringing that up to the forefront i mean he, and he, he had a, he had a whole team so I, i'm pretty sure they'll pick up from wherever they were left off it's just sad that he won't be there as like the forefront yeah, and I think he was working on a documentary. Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about about Doctor Sebi. Yeah, who's like this? Um, I've heard about li- like a little bit in the past, but then I kind of did a quick research on him just once yeah. these once these um conspiracy theories came out. 
because I wasn't aware of that he was doing a documentary on him, but he's like some kind of, I guess, famous herbalist. Yeah, from back apparently the, from he back cured in the day, a couple. AIDS. He had yeah. the, he had the cure for AIDS, is what he said. He helped cure AIDS, but nobody know knew about the story, or something like that. He had the cure. Yeah, he had the cure for AIDS, and something along the lines of, I guess this was also conspiracy, but they were saying that he was killed because of that because they didn't want to sell it. The um. I guess the cure. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to talk on something I don't know 100% on, but something yeah, kind of so, crazy. They were like, yo, the government um, went after Nipsey and they kind of made it look like it was some kind of gang um, gang violence. But I mean, I was, I, I, I definitely enjoy conspiracy theories and I can see myself kind of getting lost in this. But it seemed interesting. I, and I heard about um, Nick Cannon promising to take over. I guess, yeah, to kind to of complete, continue Yeah, that. to complete the documentary. I'll be interested in seeing that though for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I and I knew I was I saw that he had a bunch of like famous clients because I I think Michael Jackson was seeing him and a couple of other uh, famous people would come in and um just get advice from him because I don't think he was really prescribing anything because um that would have been illegal as since he's not a licensed doctor, but yeah. it's just it was more on like working out through diets and like how to eat properly and kind of and through all these different like herbal medicines. And basically, that's how he he had like a cure to like a bunch of things. I remember, but I think he I forgot how he died. I don't know. With all that, it just made me, it made it seem kind of fishy. So I was like, I don't know what's going on here. But that's definitely something I would want to look yeah. into more. True, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if it's just like some senseless violence. Um, that's all too common. Like it it happens way too often. Yeah, but it, I mean, someone it's, like it's just, Nipsey though, like that's the thing. It's not like. Some like if it's like a random rapper that's like causing is like causing problems and stuff like that. Like yo, Nipsey was like so to himself, so to his in his own lane, just really concentrating yeah. on his music and doing good for the community. But it could also be a mix of like people being you know jealous or envious, and him making like he was he was available to whoever yeah. he had a shop, and and that's not a problem that he's available to everybody. It's just somebody took advantage of that opportunity and decided to you know shoot at him but you know it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a problem that you go into your own business and you know you want to have that face-to-face interaction with oh yeah for sure your customers for like sure. that's it's just wild that it would happen like that yeah i'm i'm, I'm interested to see uh the if he gives any reasoning or what what was the if anything once this goes to trial yeah because it's it's just it's just baffling really on like how this could happen and why it was why it happened but, and I think two other people were shot too. That were just in the area. Uh they were. I think they were with him. Like, oh, was like uh, three. Were, I believe. Yeah. So I'm not sure, but man, R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle. For sure, R.I.P. Um, definitely a legend, and will be held in the same regards as, like, you know, in the same vein as like a Tupac or somebody like that mm-hmm. that really pushed for progression of of you know the whole community. Yeah, and I think it's even a step further from Tupac's on the at least on um helping out the community because he was really really in the community. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's still definitely sad to lose someone like Nipsey. Word. Um, but just some other stuff we wanted to keep on your radars. Two of the biggest topics were, I guess, Little Uzi's revival or coming back, um, and the way it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to get into that real quick? Um. Yeah, with Uzi and Rock Nation. Yeah. Yeah. So I I heard I'm not the biggest Lil Uzi Vert fan. 
Um, there's definitely a bunch, like a few, like a handful of songs. But I think I'm I'm starting to I'm like growing. He's growing on me. Where it's yeah. like I'm kind of I'm starting to like really fuck with him. But I did I did I remember hearing I think it was like this past summer early early um last summer where he was talking about he's gonna drop his new album. Yeah, and there was label trouble. Yeah, and... that's what happened. That's what it seemed like was going on later on in that summer. Because I I think it was at one point he was he was done. Like I think mid to late summer he was Word. the album's done. So from from what I saw on social, this is what what I this is my chronological order. Okay. So he had you know he was hot. Those he was hot. He was putting out music, whatever. And then people were waiting for his new project, and apparently he got into like some issues creative issues with the label which we also see often mm-hmm. and then he said that he deleted all his music and that he was done with music yeah that's i remember seeing that he retired from um rapping from making rap music and all that yeah and then he got back on social and then you would see him in the studio with other people and then he would be like no i'm just here showing support i'm not really recording music all my music is done and then then you start to see him pop up more places and you're like then then I started to think, all right, so he's probably just still cooking up, but upset. <laughs> um, and then I went to a Meek Mill show at Hammerstein Ballroom, I yeah, believe, yeah. in 34th. And he brought Little Uzi out. And it was a big thing, I remember, because like, Little Uzi hasn't, hadn't uh, come out to anything. And they're both Philly, too. They're both Philly. Yeah, they're both Philly. Um, but my the most interesting thing to me was the affiliation with... Um, uh, rock nation artists or managed artists because meek is like managed by them so i just kind of like i was like okay like maybe they're doing a little song here um and then shortly after he released a track and um i believe he signed on to rock nation as a management client so jay-z and company were uh pulling the strings for him and then like literally that same week he dropped something yeah free uzi yeah, and it was over. I forgot whose beat. I think it yeah, was. Yeah, I saw um, that too. I don't. I, I don't remember. Was it like Lil Durk or something? Um, it was some like. Who was it? It was Chicago. Yeah, artist. some drill, some Chicago drill music. Yeah, but I remember the artist who whose original track it belonged to. He was like, "Yo, Uzi could use whatever he wants." So basically, yeah, G Herbo was like, "Yeah, little Uzi could use whatever he wants," but there was some licensing issues. So I know the track was up on streaming services, and then they took it down. But it, I think it's still on like SoundCloud or, or something else. Oh, that's why it wasn't. Oh, you're right. Because I remember it wasn't. I couldn't find it on Apple Music. I had to. I literally had to play it on SoundCloud. Yeah, you're right. So it was because it wasn't cleared. Yeah, I think the the sample itself wasn't cleared, and that's uh, when like G Herbo, who whoever it was, was like, yeah, it. he could use. Yeah, he could use it. But you know, they're working. Because I know, that. I know they put up the music video for it. Like as soon as the song came out later that day, they had a video for it. Yeah. Yeah, it was real world star. Like, well, they got <laughs> little. He just pulled up, started dancing type Word. thing. But I mean, that's all he needs because he's just like a, a, a tiny ball of energy that just be wilding out. <laughs> yeah. <That's true. laughs> but I mean, it, the song, I, I kind of like the song. It was, it's going to grow on me. I kind of like, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was like him with his voice making that effect or if that was actually like a pitch that he did. But he definitely sound like when um, Playboy Cardi kind of does that high pitch. When he would kind of rap and high pitch, yeah, 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 like whoa, like whoa, it's me, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but, but um, when, um, for what? Sure. um, I thought, I know that was funny. Um, I thought he was gonna come out with with um something a little more infectious. I think the track was cool, um, but 
I wanted him to come out with like a slap or something that joint. Something was, that was gonna just kind of keep just keep being Bro, replayed. What was, that, what was the last song he released? I think that came out in the summertime. Because that song was that song was fire. Him on his own. Yeah, like it was like the last song he he um released before I guess all this legal issue came out. Wait, I'm gonna look it up right now. Oh, New Patek. Oh, that yeah, song yeah, was yeah. fire. But I, this song was I kind of like this song. It was like very fast paced, and it's like. I thought it was like a pretty cool introduction, or not even an introduction, but just like having like oh, little Uzi Vert's back rapping. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. And it was the beat was dope, and I thought his nasally high pitched thing was cool too on the song. It was yeah. effective, but I, yeah, I definitely know what you mean. I think, I mean, why not just save those better songs for the rest of the album, or maybe that'll be like the next yeah, single exactly. or something. But I thought we'll this see. was a good um song to come back to. But we'll keep an eye out on that. Um, I just it, it was interesting. We were talking about this off mic that Jay Z when he got on it a yeah. week later, Uzi dropping tracks. So yeah, I remember we, I was like I was like sending guy. you all these um this these memes like Jay freeing <laughs> like I'm gonna get you out Uzi I'm gonna get you out. <laughs> that was so fun. But yeah, like I mean that's that's yeah. the Godfather coming back in to help out with whoever needs that help. You know, now that we bring that up, I wonder what's going to happen if he's going to make any efforts with um with Nipsey's situation. Because I know within Rock Nation, there's like a a film company type oh, to thing. Oh, help out with the documentary? Division. Yeah, possibly that or, you know, anything really. That'd be cool. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't really, I, I don't know what Nick Cannon meant by he's going to take over. Because I feel like, I don't know if, if um nipsey had a game plan or if he had anything written down or anything or if he was just in his mind thinking about it or i don't even know how far they got into the recording or the setting up of the documentary and i also don't really know much about nick cannon's street cred or or <laughs> whether he has any is he still on what's that show called america's next uh, whatever not uh, like I don't think I don't I don't, I don't, I don't know I know he does have Matt oh, bread yeah, for sure he has Matt he still probably has that Mariah Carey bread too I don't like word but he also has like those connections like that's something that even he though he has like, the connections but Nick I feel Cannon, like someone like Nipsey could tell the story better unless there's a game plan already set and the, there's people place, already just in place for the yeah. documentary because like I'm thinking because I don't think there's that there's much known about how far into the documentary or what like angle or what's what the documentary is really going to be about or at least i haven't yeah. i haven't done that much research on what the documentary is going to be about but i just hope it's in good hands and maybe nick Word. cannon is just funding if he's just funding it that's cool whatever but like i don't know nick cannon is a little too like i don't know <laughs> i mean regardless it shows it shows like that nick cannon oh no cares, for sure you know, I, you know. I think that was a good i think it was a cool thing that he did that and Hopefully he can come through with that because it would be kind of it would be sad if like he he just like was like yo I'm gonna finish this for him I'm gonna do this I'm gonna make sure it's done and then in the end if it's not really complete I feel like he took on a lot of pressure too by doing that but yeah I'm I'll be on the lookout to see if anything comes out right, we'll see what's up with that um and then finally we wanted to touch on oh yeah on Kanye right. Kanye, oh, yeah. that, so initially he was supposed to he's supposed to he was supposed to be a closer for Coachella, and I think they had differences on the stage, the creative, creative differences, differences yeah. on the stage design. Um, which I mean, from what I heard, it sounds like it would have been crazy, but I think I don't think it's kind of possible to do, especially at a festival like Coachella. Uh, I think they're supposed to, I think they're yeah. going to do some kind of dome like in the middle of of the location of just of Coachella, 
like in the desert, not like Sheesh. on stage. I think he was supposed to, he was trying to do something else designed by some famous architect or whatever, some kind of shit. And I know if they went through it, it would have been really sick, but I don't think, I just don't think it was possible. Let's talk a little bit about Kanye right now. Cause how is he, how are you feeling about Ye right now? Oh, just in general as a person? In general. Um, I mean, he's been quiet. Did, did he delete his Twitter? I feel like I haven't heard. I don't even know if I f- still follow him on Twitter, but because um, he yeah. was talking crazy for a minute. And I was, I think I just muted it and I'll just see some things he was saying and I'll be like, yep, okay, Kanye, you're wilding. Um, I feel like I don't know how I feel about Kanye right I now. I mean, right now, I think from what I'm seeing, because I'm just seeing all I see about Kanye is just these Sunday services that he has every Sunday through like Kim or whatever or Kendall that I would just see like on the story. And yeah, um, just like pictures of him posted up with his kids, which I think is just the way to get into America's heart, you know, just. Keep on posting up with those cute ass kids, and I think white people are gonna start forgetting about this shit. That because <laughs> I know, I mean, also like just I, I don't think I'm not saying <laughs> that it's gonna like yo slavery was a choice or whatever. I don't think by seeing his son, I'm gonna be like, oh yo, was slavery like? I think I kind of not nah, like. I think um I think it's just it's smart for him what he's doing now. I guess he's kind of staying low. But I remember Word. seeing somewhere or someone saying that like every time Kanye fucks up. He kind of comes back onto the picture just using soul, like his soul samples or just using soul music or or like choir music. Like he knows that's like the way into everybody's hearts. That's like the OG Kanye that everybody loves, everybody fucks with. So I feel like I didn't realize that was kind of like a thing, like a phase or uh, whatever. But it seems this is like he knows he fucked up really hard. So he's going like the hardest he's ever done by just going straight church, like not not even rapping, just doing like all his classics that everybody loves, but just with the church backing, which I know you talked about on that on you had your one episode yeah. where you talked about that, and I've been I kind of like it. It's kind of cool just having the choir singing, um, background vocals while he's rapping. I wonder from graduation, which is like one of my favorite yeah, Kanye just, songs. Yeah, so like he's definitely making me. He's like turning my cheek where I'm like. I know you said I know you said some like crazy stupid shit like a few months ago, but you've been quiet and you're just giving me this like choir shit. So I'm like I'm a, might have to let it rock just because I'm a hard Kanye fan, like from the get. Yeah. But for just people that aren't like initially like really Kanye fans or like quick to turn on him or whatever, I think you might need to do a little bit more than just do this. Yeah. But if you drop that Yandi album and it's fire, I think yo peep this though. I don't think you've heard about this yet. I literally just found out about it. So there's these Yeezys, right? That he's selling. No, that's not that's not true. I saw that. (laughs) The nigga that cut the shoe in half. That's not is that real? I don't know. I I saw that video uh, this morning. I thought it was a joke. There's a video to it. I I only saw the video. I saw the video, yeah, yeah. Of the guy cutting it and he took out the USB drive. It said Yandi on it. Yeah, that's crazy. And there's like a track list. Kim Kardashian, he features Kim Kardashian West on the first track. Is this like a real thing? Apparently. I might actually log off this podcast right now just to look the shit up. Like, I might just (laughs) dead you right now. There's no way. Wait, so you have to buy a $200 sneaker to get this Yandi album? And then you have to cut up this $200 sneaker? I think think it was was like an early push, um, like an Easter egg type situation that thing there's only 50 from the from the article that i was reading there's only 50 Bro, there's of them no, like, imagine not knowing about that and you're just rocking like imagine going to the airport with those shoes on you got a usb in your shoe like niggas be like what the fuck yeah. is in your shoe like you gotta like what is this in your shoe like why is the beep why is the would you be 
Yo, let me ask you a serious question. You need to get on a flight, right? <laughs> okay. You just drop bread mm -hmm. for this flight, right? You go on this flight, you got you just got a pair of Yeezys too. You yeah. feeling fly. You go to security. They're like, yo, chill. You got something <laughs> in your shoe. You're like, nah, I just bought these. Whatever, whatever. You miss your flight. They end up cutting up your shoe in front of you. So you're tight. But in your shoe is Yandi. How do you feel? I don't know. I mean, it depends which Yeezys they are because I feel like some of them are kind of whack. But like, <laughs> also, wait, I missed my flight and I got my Yeezys cut up. Facts. You said only 50 copies? I'm only flipping 50, that. though. I'm flipping it. I'm going to sell it to anybody. Like, yo, I have the Yandi album. And you said there's only 50 of them. So only 50 other people. I'm going to be only... real quick and be like, yo, I'm going to sell it to Pitchfork. I'm going to sell it to Complex. I'm going to send it to everybody. And be like, yo, I have the I have the first. I have the exclusive. I need to look this up. I need to look into this more because I, I doubt that's like the real thing. There's no way. That's what they said. That's, that's like the dumbest shit ever. Like, Okay, but peep this, though. Apparently, the, the Yeezys that... that um. Yo, he got us, bro. We mad hype right now <laughs> talking about stuff. <laughs> um, basically, the Yeezys, these exclusive 50 pairs were sold at the lemonade oh, stand. I don't I know if you that. saw that. I did see like, that. There you go. So apparently that's what it was. I got to hit my man up because he went to that. So I'm very Wait, curious. Wait, to the actual one that they were holding, that Kanye and Kim were holding? Or like, because I saw other people, other families were doing it as well. And they were like, send their nah, pictures. Nah, nah. It was the actual one. He's, um, he's actually a... Uh, Shout out Ray Polanco. He he's from the Bronx and he moved out there. He's a brand uh consultant and sneaker ambassador and designer. Um and he has a really good plug at Adidas. So they hit him up to come, oh, you know, document word. it. I mean, they hit him up just to go, but then he wanted yeah. to document it. So he so got to tell okay. Him to, tell him to cut the shoe know, up and then that's what yeah, I want to ask the shoe him. Up and then send us the link. That'd be crazy. I don't know. Would he really cut it though? Because like those sneakers he got from that experience. And I'd be, I'd be very hesitant. But then you're gonna it. get Yandi from that same experience that no one else has. What if you don't? What if you don't? What Bro, if you this just is a pair of gas? shoes. You can get another pair, of the same pair, or is was it only specifically for that sale? Like they're not, they didn't sell them. No, I think they, I think you could get them. Yeah, but just get the, get I mean, the shoe get them, and then maybe. get the shoe that get the lemonade shoe and then get the regular shoe. And you could this probably flip the shoe still and be like, "Yo, Yandi was in this shoe. It's not there now, but like." I'll give you. I'll give you a link. <laughs> I'll give I'll you give, one half. I'll give you one half of the shoe <laughs> for like a thousand. Because Kanye touched it. Yo, I, th I don't know. Skrrr. Just a quick update. There is no no Yandis, Yandis and no Yeezys. No we Yeezys. got God, okay. But if you want to cut up your shoe, you better go ahead and live your life and waste all that money. Live your life. Cut them up. Cop cop two pairs just in case. Because it was it was an April Fool's joke. We just got God, but. I mean, it could also be a double April Fool's joke. And what if there are actually in there? Wow. Right? So we'll just leave you with that. You just got Sheesh. a couple of conspiracy for your head top. For your head. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. So, the, but yeah, we didn't even announce <laughs> the fucking thing. Yeah. So basically all this to say Sunday service is coming yeah, to Coachella. Which I think it's kind of cool. But I heard it's at like, I saw it was at 9 a.m. Yeah, like I mean, who's, who's going to be up at nine? Or, yeah, I mean, I know morning. people are going to be up since it's Kanye, but I don't even think the sh like. I feel like shows start midday, like at twelve. Like most festivals don't start at like until like one o'clock or twelve. Like the opening acts, unless you're Kanye, bro. Like he's gonna have yo. We actually it doesn't make. I don't think it can be nine because if it's at nine a.m., then people because it's like in the middle of the desert. You got to be like driving to there at nine a.m get there yeah, but you know people camp there and that's stuff. true yeah so probably just the people that are camp because then there's like three hours in between his performance and then the next one when the actual when i when coachella actually opens up 
That's not bad, though, honestly. I don't know. And it's on Sunday, too. I think that's kind of cool. I thought it was kind of yeah. cool that they let him, they, like, snuck him in, like, so late into it. I would if I was a brand like that. I mean, he gets, he'll get you your numbers and he'll, he'll get you tickets. Yeah, so for sure. I mean, the Coachella lineups are already, like, crazy. But Word. I mean, just adding Kanye and his Sunday service, I think that would be cool, though. I think what he's doing with that is, is pretty cool. Um, Just because his music sounds so good with, like a live band and um and just that choir that full-on like you got like 25 all black women all black guys just like just singing god's word or i don't know whatever out here yeah. preaching to i think that'll be dope and i think there'll be probably some cool features because remember like the first one cuddy was there and um 070 shake was there dmx dmx was there DMX was there, but he bro. didn't perform or anything. I mean, like, I was talking. I don't know if he performed. Maybe he didn't perform, but he definitely was there Yo, in the middle. DMX with the choir backing or facts, bro. What? Where my dogs? Yeah. Where my dogs? Where my dogs? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, so like, <laughs> he definitely didn't perform. Crazy. I guess. I might have to cop a Coachella ticket just for that, bro. <laughs> just to see DMX go off with the choir. He was definitely um preaching though. For, That'd be cool too, sure, actually. For, yeah, that's that I saw. He was preaching um, in a video. Like, with the choir in the background. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they were doing anything. He was just talking, but damn, that's crazy. That would be a crazy um feature for every. Like, I think everybody would um be good off of that. Yeah, man. So Coachella, Coachella, easy, man. For real, for real though, that was another episode <laughs> of Off Mike. <laughs> My fault. That was funny. I like how you went into that for for My fault. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. yo the endings are always the most awkward i don't know how to end these i know <laughs> that's funny uh, all right yeah all right, all right y'all thank y'all for tuning in we'll be back next wednesday with another episode of off mic for everything cesspool network follow at cesspool network on instagram and twitter or go to cesspoolnetwork.com to see the other podcasts in the network peace